Hey everyone, you're listening to On the House with Spartan, an ad-free podcast brought to you by a full-service turnkey company. I'm your host, Lindsay Davis, CEO and co-founder of Spartan Invest. On this show, we talk about all things real estate, from market patterns, industry insight, construction, property management, and other investment avenues. We hope you'll join as we dive into today's episode of On the House with Spartan. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in on one of our many installments on the construction and new construction process when it comes to Spartan Invest and our turnkey rental properties. So today, we're going to take a deep dive into new construction homes as rental investments and the differences between new and resale rental properties. Now, I talked a lot about this during our 2022 Spartan Summit. And if you don't know what the Spartan Summit is, please go to SpartanInvest.com and check it out. It's our annual uh, conference for investors where we showcase all of our different markets. In 2023, it will be held in Huntsville, Alabama. So if you want more information on the summit, please go check it out. But kind of circling back and talking about new construction. And man, it has grown significantly in popularity. Now, is this all due to the pandemic? Absolutely not. This is a growing trend that we've been tracking for years. So why? Why the increase in demand for new construction? That answer is very easy. It's low inventory. And now, throughout this episode, I'm, I'm going to reference a lot of data based on Atlas Rental Property properties managed and, and Spartan Invest resales versus new construction properties. So I, I say that to say that this is not an attempt. We always want this podcast to be very educational. Uh, this is not an attempt to shove our company further down your throat, right? But it is the hard data in a turnkey market that applies across the board. So we're going to use our portfolio of business in Alabama and Tennessee to kind of show and bring you the stats on new versus resales. So as I'm sure most of you know, there was a a, a pretty drastic decrease in the amount of new construction homes being built during and following the 2007 recession. According to the official count, the the number of home builders fell from 98,000 in 07 to only 48,000 in 2012. That's a drastic 50% decline. I mean, these home builders, I mean, they were left with stagnant inventory, forcing, or I'm sorry, facing bankruptcy, foreclosures, and um, overall new construction starts were at an all-time low. And it's taken years to recover. In 2006, there were about 1.6 million homes built in the United States. And in just five years, that number dropped to 446,000. It's just crazy. The housing market also experienced, you know, an all-time high in single-family inventory. I mean, it was a buyer's market for years. Let's be honest. It was a lot easier for Spartan to to purchase properties back then, as I'm sure all other investors out there. It kept the prices low and it kept new construction stale. So given the 50% decline in new construction starts, coupled with our growing population, I mean, all of that equals an inventory dilemma. 
I'm not going to spend a ton of time focused on material shortages or inflation that's affecting home prices right now. Majority of those have been uh, affected by the pandemic, and, and we don't want to base our investment models on temporary issues. However, with that being said, interest rates being at an all-time low over the last two years, we do see the Fed is allowing the interest rates to increase to try and help with uh, the inflation, but it has been at an all-time low. It's affected the inventory in the country as well. With more families able to purchase homes, I mean, investors have been left struggling to acquire resales as rentals. So our solution and what we're here talking about right now is new construction. So first, I want to take a look at the pros and cons of resale properties as investments to start with. We, we promote diversifying your portfolio, and we want all our investors to be open to different avenues of passive income. Now, we are, of course, going to talk more in depth on the new construction pros and cons, but to help kind of paint the broad real estate investing picture, we're going to look at both. So our pros of resale properties. So they're pretty straightforward, and in real estate investing, they're fairly well known in that your purchase price is going to be lower as well as your property taxes. You know, another benefit of, of resale property is the age of the neighborhood. Most resales are found in established neighborhoods. And, and what I mean by that is, is what you see is what you get. If there are restaurants or shopping centers, single-family homes surrounding your property, it's less likely to change that much in the next 10 to 20 years. Now, with your purchase price lower, your monthly mortgage payment is also going to be lower. I mean, this leaves a greater profit margin and higher cash flow. Another pro many do not often think about is the equity of your neighbors. Now, in the event of a market crash, your neighbors will probably have a great deal more equity in their properties, leaving the chances of them running for the hills and, and leaving their property to foreclose pretty slim. And there are simply more resale properties available to purchase. So for all of the reasons that we discussed regarding inventory, it is harder to get your hands on a new construction deal than a cash flowing resale deal. All right, so let's look at the cons of our resale properties. Again, these are pretty widely known and accepted. And that properties that are older and built in the 60s and 70s, they're just going to have higher maintenance costs. It's a risk you run with all resale properties. Uh, another con is the rent tends to be a great deal lower than our new construction homes, leaving a wider pool of qualified tenants. This is very helpful for your occupancy, but it does target a lower income household who could afford the lower rent. And while there's absolutely nothing wrong with providing this necessity to these residents, are statistically more likely to turn out of the property in a shorter period of time and require more maintenance on the property itself. I mean, we did our own study at Atlas Rental Property, and those families with a rental rate under $1,000 were almost 70% of our eviction rate for that year. And this also, you know, leads to additional con of higher turnover. You're just turning the rental, uh, the tenants more frequently. 
I do want to say a quick caveat in that our eviction rate was not 70% for that year. It was 70% of the 1% of our eviction rate for that year. Shifting to the pros of new construction, the low maintenance, that's a huge benefit. Uh, Standard real estate rule of thumb states that, hey, the average maintenance ratio of rental properties is 5%. Now, currently at Atlas Rental Property, we're at 4.1%. We got an amazing maintenance team. Woohoo! Uh, our new construction maintenance ratio beginning from 2018 to now has experienced less than 1%. So if you're looking in cash flow with an average rent of, let's say, $1,000, you could expect to spend about $600 a year on routine maintenance. With your new construction home, you would average about 60 a year for at least the first five years. Another huge benefit is the home warranty that comes with new construction. Alabama is a caveat emptor state, which means that's buyer beware. So purchasing can be risky, especially if you're an out-of-state investor. So with new construction, getting that one-year home warranty allows the investor to know if any major defect becomes apparent in the property, it's going to be addressed and corrected by the home warranty. Another pro of new construction is the modern layouts and appealing to, uh, to all of our tenant base. Anyone who lives in a home built in the 60s or remembers visiting their grandmother's house knows that there's typically only one bathroom, like we've talked about, and those bedrooms, they can be tiny, right? We talked about our tenants liking the larger bedrooms. Our new construction homes, they provide the open floor plans, the multiple bathrooms, your tiled showers, walk-in closet for the master, and just larger bedrooms in general. The energy efficient finishes is another benefit on new construction properties. Our new construction homes have better insulation, uh, energy efficient windows, helping to keep the property cool in our insane Alabama summers and keeping it warm in our like non-existent winters. So while this may not come directly out of the investor's pocket, it sure is a benefit to the families renting the property. New construction properties also have a much lower insurance premiums. Um, While they may not seem like that big of a deal, that additional cost year over year is taken directly from your bottom line. We have um, an average annual $200 cost savings in new construction properties with their insurance premiums. A huge, huge benefit to purchasing new construction properties would be in the event of you flipping your investment. And so if you choose to sell in five or 10 or even 20 years, the the pool of qualified buyers to sell to is almost double that of a resale. The property is likely going to be in a newer area, still fairly new in age, and easier to sell to either an owner-occupant or an investor. Older properties are more likely to attract investors versus the owner-occupant pool. And and our last pro that we're going to talk about is the appreciation benefit. Now, appreciation is a benefit in all real estate, hands down. At Spartan Invest, we try not to sell the appreciation. We like to think of it as kind of, hey, the cherry on top. However, when you're looking at new construction versus resale, 
New construction tends to appreciate at a higher rate than the resale properties. Now, depending on the area, new construction has appreciated more than 11% over those resales in that same area. So obviously there is more value in the newer. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about the cons of new construction, given that these particular cons, they just go hand in hand with the pros of, of resale properties, right? But to be fair, we're still going to review them. So new construction homes, they cost more. They tend to have a higher purchase price. Material costs and shortages have played a huge part in the increase over the last few years. Unfortunately, while COVID may be behind us, uh, these price increases are here to stay. Since summer of 2020, our new construction home prices have increased 32%. Now, sadly, we learned that lesson the hard way in selling our first new construction homes that were under contract at our uh, pre-pandemic pricing. So that one hurt. We learned that lesson. The higher purchase price generates a lower monthly cash flow due to, you know, your higher principal and, and interest payments. And also kind of the unknowns of the surrounding new construction. We discussed this with the established neighborhoods for a resale pro. Now, resale properties tend to be closer to the higher population metro areas, while new developments and new homes tend to be a little further out. Uh, there is the risk involved that this area may not do well or may be developed as an industrial park. And so while that's rare, Typically, you see new developments going in places where the school zones are desirable and where people are moving to. However, it's still a risk, and we still want to talk about all the aspects. Spartan Invest is not the only ones building rental properties. These build-to-rent model developments um, are popping up all over the country to satisfy the inventory demands. These property tend to be, you know, townhome size, your standard three to around 1,100 square feet and just not attached as a townhome. For all the reasons that we've already discussed, it's apparent why everyone's going bananas across the country about these build to rent neighborhoods and developments. However, this is not our model and there's a few key differences. And the build to rent is solely built as a turnkey rental property. The entire neighborhood, tire developments, like an apartment complex. Now, when we're looking to acquire land, we first look for available lots in already existing neighborhoods. We are currently in the process of developing a neighborhood in the Tuscaloosa area. And our plan is once we're done developing, we're only going to offer 40% of those homes to investor clients as rental properties. So in determining the best turnkey markets, owner-occupant to tenant ratio, it actually plays a pretty important part in our determination of the rental property success. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. So if the area is 80% or more owner-occupant, the purchase price tends to far exceed the rental rate ratio for a desirable return. And the same is vice versa. If the tenant population is 80% or more, it's pretty difficult to rent the property without accepting uh, government subsidies. And the crime tends to be much higher in those areas. Just looking at Atlas Rental Properties submarkets all, all around Central and North Alabama, 
those properties in which the tenant ratio is closer to 75, those properties are 23% more likely to be vandalized while vacant than the other properties in our kind of goal areas, which is a good 60-40 split. Plus, you need that 40 to 45% tenant population to ensure you have a healthy pool of qualified tenants. The owner-occupant population is going to help aesthetically with the upkeep of their property, hence helping your property as well. You also eliminate the sale of your new construction home to owner-occupants if you purchase in one of those markets. Your, your pool of buyers is down to just investors, which is still a great pool. You know, but we talked about appreciation and how new construction tends to appreciate if you're buying a property in one of those built-to-rent neighborhoods, you just can't get out of the asset as easier. You also eliminate the sale of your new construction home or the possible sale of your home to owner-occupants if you're purchasing in one of these build-to-rent neighborhoods. You know, if you go to sell your property in 10 years, your pool of buyers is only going to be down to investors, which is still, it's still a great pool. However, it's just a smaller one. And you might not be able to capitalize on that uh, pro appreciation that, that we talked about a little bit earlier. So what now? How how do you decide which do you prefer? Do you go resale? You go new construction? Well, first, start with asking yourself what you're more comfortable with. I, I'm a list person, so I'm making a list of goals and, and what I'm more comfortable with in regards to rental investments. Now, while we do advocate for, hey, a diverse portfolio, we've talked about that. We want you to kind of get a little bit of both, but... When you're first dipping your foot or dipping your toe into the the real estate game, would you rather have the higher cash flow? Would you prefer to cash flow less and not necessarily have to worry about the maintenance piece as much? Um, Really deciding what you're most comfortable with before venturing into that world will help you guys set the right expectations. A couple of other key takeaways, and again, like we said, we want this podcast to be very informative. So even if you're buying a new construction home and it is not through Spartan Invest and we're not going to manage it long term, some other key takeaways that I would um, advise is always get the vendor warranty as well. So yes, the home builder does have to provide you with a one-year home warranty, but the vendors that help build that home as well, they also have to warranty their work. So in the event something goes terribly wrong, you want to make sure you have the information of everyone responsible for a warranty on your home. And even if it's new, my second my second key takeaway is that even though it's new, get a home inspection. Get a home inspection. Always, always get a home inspection. So I, I will stand behind Spartan's renovations and, and new construction products all day long. And I will still get a home inspection when purchasing from my own company. You want a third party to pick and probe every angle, not necessarily to scare you or demand an absolutely perfect property, right? Because we talked about what we're going to do and not do on the renovated side, but just so you're in the know about all the aspects with your property, you know everything. And and last note, um, I, I would like to leave you with is check out the zip codes. 
Unfortunately, this takeaway is from investors who have learned the lesson the hard way and shared their stories with us and that they've purchased uh, new construction proper, uh, new construction homes, rental properties in established areas like we talked about. Hey, this is what we look for. However, that area was a terrible location and surrounded by very dilapidated homes. Uh, the property value decreased uh, pretty drastically, and the investor was left with a property that wouldn't rent due to the area. So please, if you are purchasing new construction as a rental, just make sure you are somewhat familiar with that area. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. My Our next episode, we're going to have one of our licensed home builders on to talk about some of the challenges that they see in building new construction homes and what to look for and just uh, a little deeper dive into new construction process as a whole. But thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to learn more, check us out online at SpartanInvest.com. Until next time, this is On the House with Spartan.